You are walking with footsteps in educational ministry. Welcome to the podcast. Each episode is aimed at discussion and encouragement of Christian ministry education. From academics to extracurriculars and from spiritual discipleship to family ministry. We hope you find today's topic meaningful. Today's podcast topic is, what can I do? What can I as an individual, or in this case a student, do to minister to others, especially while trapped at home during this virus quarantine? Doctors and nurses and government officials are doing their part, but what can a student do? Well, that's the topic addressed today by Chris Miller. Chris Miller is the Student Life Director at Lake Point and teaches Western Civilization, Bible, Culture, and other topics. He's sharing today from Romans chapter 12, known for its first verse, where we are encouraged to offer our bodies, ourselves, as a living sacrifice. Mr. Miller's encouragement is taken from a special student message he delivered electronically. So today, the first one, I wanted to go to Romans 12, 9 through 13. I'm going to read it real quick. Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. I chose this passage mainly because of verses 12 through 13. Now, the context of Romans 12 right? Um, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. And particularly 9 through 13 is really Paul is, is, is showing, um, he's listing off the things that really mark a Christian life. So one who is following Jesus. These are some things that should mark this person's life. But I found verses 12 through 13 to be particularly poignant for our time during the pandemic, right? Uh, I mean, just look at these words, rejoice in hope. Guys, um, we have a hope, a resurrection ethic. We know that Jesus has resurrected from the grave and has promised to all who suffer with him, he has promised that they will also be glorified with him. To all who die with him, he has promised life with him. Namely, his resurrection will become our resurrection. And so we always can rejoice in hope. We always have a hope. It goes beyond anything life can throw at us. It certainly goes beyond anything a pandemic can throw at us. This next phrase, be patient in tribulation. Now, tribulation can refer to like a kind of persecution of our faith, but it can also just refer to suffering in general, right? Um, a pandemic or being stuck, right, in your home, not being able to, uh, not being able to see your friends or talk to your friends face-to-face, -face, things like that, right? This is a time of tribulation, and um, here Paul is telling us to be patient, right, to, to just wait, and uh, one thing that can help us be patient is going back to that hope, right? Um, we know that the Lord is working, we know that the Lord is in control, and we know that the Lord ultimately um, has given us Christ in his resurrection. And so be patient, right? Be constant in prayer. This is a time where we have lots of extra time, but I'll, I'll wager that 
in all this extra time you have, um, it's still hard to find time to do the things that you know you want to do, right? Like reading scripture or praying to the Lord. Uh, but Paul's telling us here to be constant in prayer. This is a time where we can lift up one another to the Father and we can ask uh, for God to reveal himself uh, to us in the midst of suffering. This is a time to pray for our neighbors who may or may not be sick or our family members who may or may not be sick. It's a time to pray for leadership um, of this country as they're making decisions that are going to impact the country for years to come. All these things, right? And this next part is the part that I really want to zero in on. Verse 13, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Even during a pandemic, even during tribulation, we need to contribute to the needs of the saints. Do we know any brothers or sisters who are in Christ who are in need? Uh, I give an example. Um, I know a brother and sister who live in an apartment complex and they close down the common area. They don't have a washer and dryer, so they use the common area to do the washing and drying. They closed it down, so now they have to go to a, a public one, but they can't really, they, they're, you know, to make ends meet, right? They don't have that extra cash just to go. And so uh, a brother or sister offering up their washer and dryer services during the pandemic um, is one way of showing love or ordering meals um, for one another right? You can still order delivery uh, to one another, um, drop off, like do a meal train for people who are in need. Uh, another thing, right, for hospitality, you can call or you can set up a Zoom with one another. You know, uh, an example of this is uh, uh, one of our students here at Lake Point is setting up a seventh grade boys Zoom uh, meeting uh, coming up uh, this Friday, Friday the 17th. Um, and he's just going to check in on these seventh grade guys, right, and um, talk with them. Uh, another example would be setting up little Bible studies with one another. We've got a group right now of students who are we're, we're studying through a book called What is a Healthy Church? Um, had another student call me, right, during the week and just check in, and we just talked a little bit. Uh, emails, uh, if you want to write hand notes, whatever it is, uh, we have so much technology that enables us uh, to show a hospitality that uh, would not be as easy to show uh, back in Paul's day when he wrote Romans 12. And so, uh, guys, two main things. I want you to just dwell upon the resurrection, the hope that you have in it. And if you if you don't have a hope in the resurrection, I want you to consider again the truths of the gospel, that Jesus Christ died for our sins and was raised from the grave and promises life to those who believe and repent and follow him. So uh, I want you to consider that. What, how, how should that organize the way you think about this pandemic and the way that you live your day-in-day -day life uh, under quarantine, as it were, um, and rejoice in the hope there? And if you don't have a hope there, man, seek God right now and ask for him to reveal his glory in the face of Jesus Christ to you. Because there's a hope in the resurrection that is unlike any other hope found in this world. And the second thing is I really want you to think very strategically and intensely about how you can contribute to the needs of fellow Christians and show hospitality uh, to your friends and to people, your acquaintances, right? And to reach out to people to make sure that no one goes during this pandemic feeling lonely and without friends. Let me pray real quick and then 
we'll get off. Father, thank you for your word. You create your people through your word. And we ask that you would create in us a people. We'd, you'd make us a part of your people, that you would create in us these marks that Paul points out that ought to be a part of our lives as believers in Jesus. Uh, specifically, Lord, uh, teach us to rejoice in hope uh, and be patient during tribulation and to show off hospitality even in the midst of this pandemic. I pray that none of these students would feel alone, that they would know that you are always with them, present as always. The pandemic can't stop that. And Lord, if they're feeling lonely and like no one's reaching out to them, Lord, give them the initiative to reach out to someone else. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been walking with footsteps in educational ministry. We hope it's been helpful. We welcome your comments, your questions, and your suggestions. For more information, visit the podcast webpage at lakepointacademy.com.